apparently <laughs> I've never been on live television before. And apparently we're on a podcast now. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> this is Sud and Muddy. <laughs> yeah, she's either going to be Maddie, Muddy, Muddles, Maggie. I'll leave Maggie out of it because I think that's I know you're going to call me Maggie at some point <laughs> just because you know it irritates the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm like, are we allowed to curse on this podcast? I'll mark it as explicit. Okay, thank you. Wish I had a Domino's pizza. Should we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so paranoid. Are you going to be able to hear me breathing? Mm-hmm. I don't like that. <sighs> I'm a mouth breather. Ew. I don't mean to be, but I am. We'll breathe through your nose. Well, especially when I get excited. I'm just like, <laughs> are you a dog? <laughs> mm-hmm. A pug? <laughs> Why are you calling me so many ugly, mean things today? You just snorted like you have a brachiocephalic type situation going on. Don't you worked in a vet office for what? You know what I mean—the ones with the and you're gonna come at me with this fucking terminology. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick, that's a pickle. Yes. (laughs) We're never gonna get this done. (laughs) This is just gonna be a 17-hour podcast. I think the most important thing that we have to get established right now is is a hot dog a sandwich. It is a sandwich. You so you agree that it's a sandwich. Yeah, and I will die on that hill because the facts are the facts are the facts. You can't this change is science. The facts. You cannot change the facts. You do think it's I a sandwich. I agree a hot dog is a sandwich and that is a controversial opinion for some people and I do not understand it. Yeah, it shouldn't be because if you think about it, it's, it's a piece of bread. With, with meat. meat between it. Now, people are going to be like, but it's not two pieces of bread. But it is if it's a split loaf. But it doesn't even matter. That's how most hot dogs are. But it doesn't What about matter. a hoagie? That's what I'm getting at, bitch. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just, those people are stupid. Let me get my thought out. No. Okay. Subs are sandwiches, and it's one piece of bread with meat and whatever between it. Mm-hmm. It's the same as a hot dog, but on a larger scale. So, of mm-hmm. course, a hot dog is a sandwich. I think that's a sound, sound way of thinking. Okay, anyway... I feel like today is going to be very mental health focused, but like nothing crazy, (laughs) nothing too wild. I think we should talk about the random and weird anxieties that we have, because when I tell people that I have anxiety, they think I mean like can't do public speaking. Yeah, which I can't do that. But I have anxious thoughts and anxieties about the most off the wall things that a normal person would be like, what about that is terrifying to you? Mm -hmm. Everything. Give me an example. For example, getting picked up from the airport. <laughs> I cannot with that. Like, obviously, I've been picked up from the airport a thousand times. So it's oh, not. you're flying everywhere. <laughs> First class. <laughs> getting picked up from the airport gives me so much anxiety because I imagine that the person that's picking me up can see you can see me but you can't see but them. I can't see them and I'm like why does that make me panic granted if it's like you picking me up or my mom like that's fine but like but if it's like an uber no and that doesn't even bother me but it's, it's like, like a random stranger like if a boyfriend were to pick me up and like I'm not that like close with them yet or a friend that I'm not as close with yet I don't know why but panic ensues. Okay, let me ask you this question. Has this happened to you? All the time. Okay. Because like the thought of that gives me anxiety, but I haven't physically experienced it. Oh no. Oh no. I'm experiencing it. Fair. I I know you have an issue with being perceived. 
So that's like, uh, I don't want to be perceived in any way, shape or form, because a lot of times I just get nervous and then I act like an idiot or I'm shy. And then later, (laughs) don't laugh. And then later, like once I'm done with this occurrence, event, hangout, being with people, whatever, I will sit there and be like hyper fixate on it. I'm like, man, that was weird. (laughs) Well, well, I do that all the time. I was weird. I mean, I could literally be walking and trip over something and the person next to me could trip over something i'm gonna have hyper fixate about me tripping not that person because yeah. i'm like wow everybody thought i was an idiot remember that one time that you fell outside of minute maid remember what that one time i fell all the fucking time because oh. i'm very clumsy i thought you like fell into a hole or something outside of all Minute-Maid. right let's get one thing clear <laughs> i was wearing heels and i tripped over a cobblestone and went flying but I popped, <laughs> I popped right back up. Thank you. I did not cry, even though I broke a toenail. And then I walked barefoot downtown in Houston, and that's how I got hepatitis. I was no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't have hepatitis, but afterwards I was like, that was probably not the best move. If it makes you feel better, I fell down an entire flight of concrete stairs at the rodeo. If it makes you feel better, I fell down one time at work, and they got it on the security camera, oh. and they pulled it up. <laughs> And then everybody, Michael Scott falling into the koi pond. Everyone in my department watched it, and I was mortified. They're like everyone in the conference room. They they just played on the the big screen. The fucking guy literally pulled it up and and called everyone over. He gets his laser pointer out. (laughs) This here, we were all walking in the car to go to lunch, and I fucking face planted. I have secondhand embarrassment right now. I I fall a lot. I have weird like balance issues like my center of gravity is not right or something i don't know i think i have vertigo like my mom does but i think i actually have it too i'll be walking and all of a sudden i feel like the floor just drops out i've never fallen because of that though i've just fall because i'm an idiot we need to get you life alert you don't get weird anxieties like that though like airports freak me out oh i get weird anxieties about stuff that i'll never encounter oh like just the thought of it well, like you're like a hypochondriac type anxious person. Yeah, like 100% of the time I'm suffering from some sort of brain tumor or cancer of some sort. I feel like that's really common though. It is common. But I'm not that way. I have like some trauma about doctors. I, I It's hard to pinpoint why. But Are you like scared of needles and stuff? Or it's just you're scared of the doctor because you covered think in that tattoos. Okay, but some people don't care about tattoos and like shots. They're like, oh, hell no. No, it doesn't bother me. But like you're not anxious about the doctor because of needles you're anxious because you think something's going to be wrong with you yeah i have this um feeling that at any point when i go to the doctor she's going to be like so i'm glad you came in because so we're surprised you're not dead (laughs) no she's gonna be like so i'm glad you came in because you actually have 48 hours to live (laughs) tell everyone you love them you're fucked you actually died yesterday (laughs) you're just a ghost <laughs> You're on a different plane right now. Imagine. Oh my god. No, that freaks me out. But that the hypochondria is a real serious fear of mine and it's not a weird anxiety. That's just a regular regular, That's a real regular thing. anxiety. I I think I'm trying every, to think if I have any weird anxieties. I don't think I could think of them off the top of my head except for the airport one. Parking? Oh my gosh, parking. Does parking count? Because I am the type no. of bitch to look up parking on Google Maps and figure the fuck out where parking? I'm going to park. Not only parking, but going somewhere for the first time for me, if I don't know the parking situation, if I don't know how to get in, if I don't know like the gate code, how do I, how do I, how do I get there? How do I exist How do I get in? Mm -hmm. How, how? 
that literally makes me so anxious for no reason when in reality i could just show up and figure it out when i get there yeah but it's the again being perceived perceived by other people no i'm not even kidding like that's got to be some deep-rooted shit that i have because being perceived in any manner makes my heart race see that's so funny because i have anxiety as fuck too but that's like not one of my anxieties because i just don't care i think it's my only anxiety (laughs) like if i could only be so lucky shut no no mine are just like weird like i have horrible not i wouldn't even call it an anxiety or like a fear i would call it a straight up phobia Because, like, I'm so afraid of the ocean. It makes me oh, fucking me too. actually, like, seize up. Like, I can't move. No, yeah. I was actually talking to somebody about that the other day. And it is terrifying. It freaks it's me so out deep. that we have, literally, we have literally explored more of the moon's surface than we have of our own Earth in the ocean. And that seems wrong. We've been here a long time. It seems like somebody been there. We're not getting there. much ground covered. I'm like, it seems like we've been down there and maybe they're just not, there's something they're not telling us. <laughs> No, literally. There's a woman on the wing of the plane. <laughs> <laughs> she was wearing traditional colonial garb. Was like churning butter or something? She was churning say? butter. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just, I don't know. It just freaks me out. There's so much down there that we don't know about in the depth of the ocean. Think about how pitch black it is. I don't is. want to talk about this anymore. It's like, making <laughs> me uncomfortable. To the point where, like, I play Animal Crossing, and when I go in the ocean and dive for to stuff, swim. it freaks me out. <laughs> and, like, it's a game. It's a fucking child's video game. When I remember vividly when um, Michael used to live with us a long time ago, we would play Grand Theft Auto and you would like go swim in the ocean. And I was like, close your eyes. I hate this shit. But like, I never go in the ocean. I never go near the ocean. I feel like we went in the ocean as kids, like in Galveston. Ignorance is bliss, baby. Right. But was it just a certain age? You were like, oh, never mind. It's because I know too much, but mm. I know not enough, <laughs> but too much. Knowing that's too much. Me with the, that's me with my hypochondria i know too much but not enough to actually like i'm not a doctor like you know you hear randomly in conversations somebody's like yeah she had a headache for four days and then she had a brain aneurysm and they were roommates (laughs) (laughs) but you know what i mean like it's things like that and you hear it and then you just internalize it and every time i have a headache i'm like well I guess this is it. Also, knowing too much is quite literally the problem. Like, I'm very mm-hmm. self-aware. I'm too self-aware, actually. I think the self-awareness is the problem. I think I know 100%. too much and I've seen too much. And quite frankly, I've had enough. <laughs> and I Take would, me out of this life, I've, honestly. I've, I've seen everything I need to see. I would like to cut the awareness. Oh, I feel that. I feel that. When I was in therapy, my therapist told me many times that she was like, people your age usually are not good at articulating the way that they feel about things. Same. And I'm like, trauma, baby. I'm like, that's the only thing I'm <laughs> good like, at. It's like, remember when we were kids and they're like, y'all, y'all are so mature for your age. And we're like, yeah, because we're fucked up. They're like, oh my gosh, you're five going on 30. I'm like crying. I was born 107. I'm like doing my whole family's taxes at five years old. <laughs> No, I was not doing that. One time, I remember this so specifically, we were in the Luby's parking lot. (laughs) Say less. The parking lot. The drive-thru. Just interjection. Luby's is the shit. That blue jello. Anyway, you can get blue jello anywhere, but 
go off sis it's not the same as Luby's. Uh, okay anyway my dad and i are in the Luby's drive-thru and i remember it was like right when i started zoloft and i had just like started going to i'm therapy. sorry this was recently it was like i'm thinking you're like seven years old because who goes to Luby still <laughs> my dad my dad when i used to go have dinner with him he would be like you want to go to Luby's? not and the luann special he won't even go inside to eat at Luby's. he because he, he has a fucking phobia of going old out people? no oh. <laughs> Yeah, he's very afraid of old people. Anyway, um, I had just started going to therapy and I was finally like, yeah, I needed this real bad. <laughs> and my dad straight up told me, he goes, one day you're going to grow up and you're just not going to care. Like, you're just going to not care about things as much. And I was like, wow, I'm fucking cured. The insight. I was like, ooh, I hope that's true. Me to him. I'm like, you need fucking therapy more than I do, dude. <laughs> like, 100%. Yeah, but people are like, well, I've made it this far. It's like, yeah, you made it that far because you weren't aware. When you become self-aware, you can't unknow. Yeah. You can't It's unfortunate. Unknow. It's unfortunate. Yeah, life just be really kicking my ass sometimes. I'm masking as we speak. Relatable. Okay, perfect. Story of my life. I know I have ADHD, but it's just untreated. And mm-hmm. so I will, like, just mid-sentence have absolutely no idea what we're talking about, even if I'm the one talking. But I think it's so funny because ADHD, anxiety, and autism are all linked very closely and i will see so many posts on all right Twitter. lower your voice no that's what i'm saying i'll see so many tiktoks or tweets and it's like this video that i'm like that is so mean it's like hashtag autism awareness <laughs> i'm like Oof. i realized recently that one of the things that i do every single day multiple times a day is like sensory things where oh, i like rub my hands together or my feet and like to go to sleep i physically cannot be still like i'm either like rocking back and forth in bed or like moving my feet past each other like cricket <laughs> feet <laughs> do you know what i mean i do and i saw a tiktok about that and it was like this is uh yeah you're autistic you got the tism or like in bed you, if the you become sheets, overstimulated pretty easily if the sheets are like wrinkled under me no chance you also no don't shot. sleep with the top sheet so i can't trust you please stop right now nobody under the age of 93 i use a uses top sheet. a top sheet okay i use a top sheet and i will tell you why this is a hill that i will die on in the middle of the night almost every night without fail i wake up sweating no matter how cold it is in my apartment and i want to be covered because monsters that's a personal problem though but i don't want the whole comforter because it's hot so i'll just use the top sheet what do you do with it you just throw it away i mean no i'll put it like in the closet if i ever need you to keep use it, it in case you yeah in case there's like the apocalypse or something and you need it to like fashion a sail for a sailboat absolutely or like put all my canned goods oh, in there knapsack. and yes <laughs> i was about to say i don't remember what they're oh, called that's so <laughs> smart <laughs> i just remember as a kid like do you ever remember being like i'm gonna run away and you're like yes i don't and know you how to tie one of with a stick a na- yes <laughs> like i don't know how to tie one of those i keep my house like mid 60s anyway so do i well that's why i'm saying maybe it's a glandular problem (laughs) (laughs) all right five six four three yeah right yeah right one time when i was 18 months old not even two (laughs) don't even bring this up right now why would what does this have to do with anything suffocation (laughs) no breathing (laughs) 
Okay. I don't know. Claustrophobia is an anxiety. Or it's a phobia. But Are you, do you have that phobia now? You gave it to me. You don't have that now. Um, and you know why? Exposure therapy. No. You're if, welcome. If it's a severe enough thing. Let me fucking tell the story shit. I was a wee lass. Barely. My lungs were all the way developed. Like I was literally a newborn, basically. Oh, you were basically a fetus. Yeah. I was a blastula of cells. Stop. So anyways. Yes. Hi. I'm Sydney and I was a biology major. Um. We have this toy box. I don't even know how I got in there. She probably launched me in there and closed the <laughs> lid. And then she sat on it and yes. wouldn't let me out. And I was suffocating. And of course, our First parents. First of all, no, our parents come up there and they're like, Where's Sydney? Dinner's ready. And she's like, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I said, I don't know. I haven't seen her. Yeah. So I don't know why I even shared that, but I just felt it was necessary to add context to who Maggie really is. See, I knew you were going to bring up Maggie. I told you. From well, the now beginning. I'm irritated because you hurt me as a child. Okay, so Maggie and I have come up with a list of things that we think would put a Victorian era child into a coma. I saw this on TikTok and I was like, yup, makes sense to me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's on my wallet. <laughs> Be so fucking for real. I'm going to start it off. Things that would put a Victorian era child into a coma. Helen Keller flying a plane. High fructose corn syrup. The Macy's Black Friday sales event. <laughs> weed ford truck month people of color and the lgbtqs mm. simply existing antibiotics nancy pelosi charlie the unicorn edm amber alerts one singular x-ray bbls dysentery and the oregon trail shrek 2 carmen san diego miley cyrus being hannah montana plus size barbies <laughs> <laughs> scratch and sniff stickers cotton candy grapes jeffree star thongs the fitness gram pacer test the water cycle <laughs> watergate <laughs> <laughs> the sixth sense omegle casinos living past 50 <laughs> any episode of courage the cowardly dog aspartame the old guy from the six flags commercial the kardashians vaping the titanic the movie nicholas cage diva cups yeah i think you got me on that one yeah, so basically, Sud 1, Maggie 0. People are going to forget that your name's not Maggie. Yeah, and you just keep calling me that. I'm really glad that we had a chance to put Victorian-era children into comas. I mean, to be fair, it's probably better than the life they lived. That is so true. And If I could be in a coma right now, I was I literally <laughs> about to say, I wish I was in a coma sometimes, like right now. A lot, a lot of the time. Yes. But, every, you know. Every of the times. I don't think many people understand that like they say that they do but i feel like a lot of people actually misunderstand if i'm talking about mental health with somebody or like depression anxiety they don't understand y well it's also about knowing your audience well no but people that people that have depression and anxiety i will talk about mine and they don't relate they don't understand and i'm like yeah obviously it affects everybody in a different way but Without fail, I will be like, well, mine affects me this way. And it's like blank stares. Oh. Never have I felt so misunderstood. And that is literally such a big contributor to like depression. That's not at all the route that I thought that you were about to go down. I thought you were going to talk about how you talk to some people and you know that you can like joke with them about like. Oh, absolutely. And then some people you're like, mm, can't say that to them. They'll take it too seriously. And that's because we mask our pain with humor. Yes, it is. <laughs> Caller number one, you are live. <laughs> Tell her what she's won. 
Dick Cheney made money off the Iraq <laughs> war. <laughs> George Bush doesn't care about black people. <laughs> what is that from? It's, that's like a real clip from a Hurricane Katrina thing on Hurricane MTV. Tortilla. No, but the George Bush doesn't care about black people is a real thing that Kanye West said on live television. And Mike Myers was like, mm. cut it, cut it. <laughs> Ixnay, Ixnay. Magical time traveling elves. <laughs> How do we go from talking about my depression and being misunderstood to cat in the hat? Are we deflecting that bad? Yep. But you don't feel that way when you talk to somebody about, even when we're talking, you're like, oh yeah, mine's not like that. I'm like, oh. Well, I mean, yeah, w- when we both talk about like our struggles um they're very different i wake up every day and i'm like fuck this again I'm like i can't keep doing this, this shit. simulation is just fucking glitching right now this is a load of barnacles <laughs> uh depression meals even though i have depression i don't really have depression meals because i just won't eat i don't have the energy to do anything but that's only if i'm in a severe episode like day to day i'm fine in terms of depression meals when like really you're just like poor and or don't have groceries and or whatever like Too in college lazy to, like make something or right whatever in college i really tried to stretch out the time that i would have my groceries without having to go buy more and spend money so one time i was completely out of groceries and i would just eat nutella for every meal that's what I call a depression meal I love right that there. for you. The other day, I went home from work, and I went to sleep at 7 p.m., and I woke up at 11.45, and I was starving because I didn't eat dinner, so mm-hmm. I just ate Pop-Tarts. I was like, dude, I haven't had Pop-Tarts in so long, and they were s'mores Pop-Tarts, and I'm Ugh. not going to lie to you. They were really good. I was literally about to ask you, what is the best Pop-Tart? Brown sugar cinnamon. That is a top two. Do you want to know what the other best one is? Are you going to say blueberry? Strawberry. The ice. Okay. Strawberry one. I'm just going to say this. I already I don't, don't care like that it. you broke your elbow. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm just going to say this. I think that cherry and strawberry taste remarkably similar. To be honest with you, I don't even know what the cherry Pop-Tart is. I just always thought that it was strawberry and there wasn't a cherry one. The oh, strawberry. No, the cherry the ones strawberry, are the pink ones. Yeah. The strawberry is okay. the white with the red and green specks. Yeah. And I've, I've, they taste the same. I've got to go strawberry. Better than a Pop-Tart. Toaster strudel. Toaster fucking strudel. I feel like we grew up on fucking toaster strudel. We did. And you know what's so crazy? I had one and they were small. Yeah. It's like like going back to your um, elementary school as an adult and I'm like, were the doors this small? No. Okay. First of all, the toaster strudels. Pillsbury is swindling us. (laughs) Um, Second of all, yes, elementary school lunch lines. I went and had lunch with Ava a few years ago when she was still in elementary school. And the way that I was like, oh, they have pizza cheese sticks. Oh, I'm getting that. And so I get into the lunch line with a bunch of third graders. I barely fit in there. I'm like, my head's nearly dragging the ceiling. (laughs) And the lunch lady's like, grab a fruit cup, baby. I went to Carpenter. I don't even know why I was at Carpenter. I guess it was when I was in high school. So it was uh, a minute ago, maybe 11 years ago. I walked through like to go to the front office and I was like, holy shit, this is a tiny room. I was in there and I this was me. <gasps> what? I was like, did they remodel in here? Like, it looks exactly the same. It's Honey, just miniature. Honey, I shrunk the school. <laughs> It's just miniature. Yes, I was sitting at the lunch table on the little round. Were seats. they orange? No, black. Yes, the I'm cafe- just trying to put myself there. I'm gonna kill you. Do you want me to keep interrupting you? Oops. 
Oops. Okay. Have you seen Chris D'Elia's? I don't know if it's his podcast or a podcast he was on, but anytime somebody interrupts me, he goes, oops, oops. That sounds right. I think he's like a pedophile, which is so funny because he, played he plays. A pedophile. Why do you think he plays it so well? Because he's a pedophile. Today at work, we were casually discussing the movie Puss in Boots and we were talking about it and I was like, I don't know. I do kind of want to see it because John Mulaney has a part in the movie. Mm-hmm. And my boss was like, John Mulaney is canceled. And I said, what did he do? what why tell me everything i'm obsessed with john he was over on the bench (laughs) i'm obsessed with john mulaney like i love him she was like he like did all of his drugs and left his wife and i was like leaving your wife gets you fucking canceled now what the hell is that about oh my god and she was like dead serious and i said i mean to be fair his wife seemed like a bitch I think that he's funny, but it's one of those things where you really do have to know your audience. I'm just going to say this. I think it's the caliber of person and the intelligence level. I had this conversation with Aunt Amy just the other day. Well, you've already said too much. She was talking about Big Bang Theory, and I was like, Big Bang Theory is not funny. It's not funny, and it's never going to be funny. And she was like, it's hilarious. And I said, it's funny for stupid people. I feel that if there is a show with a laugh track, not a fan. Don't tell me when to laugh. If it's I'll funny, laugh when I'm good I, and ready. If it's funny, I'll laugh. <laughs> I'm really sad. <laughs> Pardon. Pardon. <laughs> Dude, I sent that to my mom and she she thought it was so funny. My mom has been on like an Instagram Reels hick lately. She sends me like seven every day. I will say that I used to get on TikTok a lot more. And then one day I got on and I had like 75 messages. And then I just said, I can't. And you send me TikToks like every day and I never look at them because I just don't get on TikTok anymore because that many messages just like gives me anxiety. Yeah. The Weird anxieties. Ooh, we love the circle back. <laughs> um, I No time for callbacks. What the fuck are we talking about? Oh, I do send you TikToks all the time and I know that you don't watch them because you'll randomly send me one like three months later and I'm like, this bitch didn't watch any of the ones I sent her and they're so funny. That is absolutely correct. Back to the Big Bang Theory being funny for stupid people. Amy also said The Office was bad and dumb. And so I'm like, you're just dumb. Because like some of the stuff on The Office is not like slapstick, knee knee slapping humor funny. It's just like... The first time I watched it all the way through, there were many times I was like laughing out loud. And I don't really do that at shows or movies. I'm a big movie crier. I never was a crier, but now... I cry real easily in movies. She crowed. But I used to not cry, like in general. Me neither. And then one day, the floodgates open and she never closed. I don't cry in front of other people. I try not to. <laughs> but sometimes if I get really mad, I cry. Sometimes if I get really angry, I might tear up. But I typically don't cry in front of other people. Like if I'm upset about something, I will just mask and be like, I'll cry Same. about this later. No, for sure. But I feel like I. it takes me a while to be my full self around somebody anyways. I feel emotions very intensely and so if something strikes me in the moment like I can't always mask but just like in general like even not even just crying but my whole personality I feel like I mask a lot unless I'm comfortable with you 
which I think is a mental. It's definitely for me, it's being perceived in an anxiety thing. I'm very, very introverted, but like once I'm comfortable, like that kind of goes away. I'm introverted, but not. I always feel like an extrovert living in an introvert's body because like yeah, I you're ha- an introverted extrovert. I very much have the ability to like go and talk to anybody and just be myself. But at the end of the interaction, I'm like, I need to be alone. Yeah, I, if I push myself to like fully be myself in front of somebody when I'm not fully comfortable, I will be like, wow, I need to not just be alone, but I need to go rethink everything I just said because that was probably really embarrassing. Wow. Being perceived is not fun for me. In fact, everybody close their eyes and their ears right now and look (laughs) away. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I understand. I'm so fucking scared right now. (laughs) I understand that, I guess, but... When I have interactions with people and then I hyperfixate on it later, like, sure, I have that. I feel like it's mostly with strangers or somebody that I like. Like, I'll just be shy. Like, romantically? Yeah. Or, like, either that or strangers. Yeah. No, I definitely. I saw something the other day that was like, don't worry. They don't remember that weird thing you said because they're too worried about the weird thing they said. And I'm like, you know what? That is so true. It's comforting, but also doesn't make me feel better. No, but really, like, why am I shy? Yeah, I don't know. It's very interesting to me that you have that. I get nervous. I get nervous, too. If I am in a situation where, like, I have to go make a conversation with somebody that I don't know, I will get nervous. Or if I'm around somebody that I am interested in like romantically i get very nervous Mm -hmm. but that eventually fades when it comes to like making a first impression that makes me nervous yes like very much so Mm -hmm. when it comes to like being with someone romantically i get nervous but i get at ease very quickly oh my gosh another weird anxiety is just that meeting people in public that i've never met before Oh, and you know this. Hmm. You know this. I sure do. I sure do. Yeah. Um, like if I were meeting you at a bar, fine. No big deal. I could walk in, look around for you, be like, oh, there she is. Cool. No. Meeting somebody that I have never met before or even that I'm like not 100% like comfortable with. Rock solid with. Right, right, right. Like you and I are are 26 years deep. New people. Almost 27. Right. March 11th, baby. Don't forget. I'm not going to lie to you. I went to dinner the other day with my mom and Andy. And I was meeting them there. And the fucking second I pulled in the parking lot, I texted my mom, where are y'all sitting? That's how I am. But why? I don't like walking around looking that's like being an perceived idiot. but that's yeah no that I, I, is I where my that, anxiety but is. like i get over it very fast i think it's a control thing mm-hmm. control and being perceived because i don't want to look like a dumbass is essentially what it is just i don't want to look stupid i be really overthinking that but it fades it goes away exposure therapy is real i've turned a corner i've started to turn a corner <laughs> i'm on my I way see around the, the corner, corner. <laughs> you gotta be the marble <laughs> You gotta lick the marble. You gotta date the marble. (laughs) Yeah. People who don't watch Spongebob are gonna be like, what the fuck are they saying? What are they talking about? You know, a lot of parents don't actually let their kids watch Spongebob. My mom was like very borderline about that. Wait, what? Yeah. Even now, my mom is like, this show is so fucking stupid and it makes people stupid. And I'm like, I mean, this show made me who I am today. You show some fucking respect. To be honest, it does track a little bit. Two plus two is four minus one. That's three quick maps. Anyway, SpongeBob didn't make me stupid, but it did open me up to that 
you know realm of stupid humor but it's funny it is funny but then it's like when you quote it to somebody who doesn't watch it or has not seen it they're like they look at you like you're a fucking idiot well yeah but at the same time we are fucking idiots yeah i feel like the same thing with family guy i don't watch it a lot i haven't watched family guy in years but i went through a like a phase where i watched it from start to finish at the time on hulu because my mom never let me watch that she never let me watch the simpsons ever i've never seen the simpsons meanwhile i was at my dad's house watching south park my dad was like this show's fucking hilarious (laughs) (laughs) we were just watching South Park. divorce families 100 percent. oh my gosh you know what's so funny is i saw this thing on twitter recently and then it was like tell me that your parents are divorced and that you're at your dad's house for the weekend without telling me and it was like the suave brand shampoo and body strawberries wash. and cream i don't what that's what the one my dad had okay it was like the suave shampooing condition i'm gonna fucking oops oops <laughs> i'm gonna kill you the suave body wash shampoo and conditioner like the cheapest ones from cvs that yeah just in the shower and i'm like that's a divorced dad thing my dad had those yeah dude like, it's what? so funny we all had the same childhood i have never had one unique experience in my life no i know we're all living the exact same life anytime that i tell somebody like oh yeah my parents got divorced they're like <gasps> are you okay it not even that they're just like oof. i guess that's not everybody's experience yeah wow. i have friends that their parents are still like happily married right me now. too and it just is so weird to me i'm like you guys are happy i'm like you guys wait what yeah <laughs> you guys are getting paid <laughs> yeah people be out here living the dream are you ever just sitting there and then you're just associated and it's like the monkey with the symbols in your brain <laughs> yeah that is me currently mm-hmm. like right this second right this second just cool. really ride that ADHD Love wave that i am entertaining you yeah <sighs> it's um life's a bitch life is a beach i'm just playing in the sand life is a beach the ocean's washing away all my sand castles i don't know why but the first thing that popped in my mind was i got 10 bathrooms i could shit all day <laughs> are we talking about adam sandler <laughs> dude that's a little wayne lyric Oh, he said I've got ten bathrooms. I could shit all day. Well, the the way that you said it sounded like Adam Sandler in my head because I was singing an Adam Sandler song. I don't know the lyrics, but he's like, I think it's the phone wallet keys. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's so good. This is embarrassing. Anyway, can we just talk for a second about? The way that T-Pain rhymed mansion with Wisconsin. I think that he's a lyrical genius. And I think that sometimes when I really need to vibe, like when I'm getting ready, I will put T-Pain radio on. It's Nappy Boy Radio. <laughs> Live with your boy T-Pain. We love rap music. <laughs> well, friends, this has been quite the ride today. I have honestly no idea if we had one solid topic or theme throughout this whole thing bounced around a lot, but that's okay because that's truly a reflection of what's going on inside my brain. The one takeaway that I'm going to get from listening to this back is how much I interrupt you and I'm sorry. Oops. <laughs> and how much Lil Wayne and Adam Sandler's lyrics are not the same. I, I think it was my impression of Lil Wayne to be fair. The way that I thought we were absolutely on you the same wavelength. so excited. I was thrilled. Anyway. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Wow. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Not my chance, not my problem. That's what I say. What do you want to say to Joe Biden right now? Hey, baby. Take oh, yeah. me out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> okay. I'm scared. 
This has been a sudden, apparently, Maggie. Okay, this conversation's gone on too long. I think we need to cut it. Thanks for hanging out. And good night. Go fuck yourself, San Diego.